You're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And now from the heart of Amish country, here's Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, welcome to another week of football picks, week number 14. And I think this is a week you and I both had a check mark on the calendar for, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, this is a, this is the big one. This is the big. This is one. a big one for us. Yeah, yeah, it's a and, big one uh, for us I, too. We got. I don't even know. I didn't even look at the stats, but um, who holds the tiebreaker between KC and Pittsburgh for that number one seed? I think as of right now, it would still be Pittsburgh. Okay. I think. I think because so too because of the Pittsburgh's uh, on, Pittsburgh's only loss was out of conference. Yeah, and whereas and the Chiefs, the Chiefs' the loss Raiders. was in conference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, also so, within division. I don't know if that even gets broken down. Even yeah, more. I don't know if that if that matters for that particular thing. I think that only matters if you're actually talking about division winners. Yeah, I don't think that matters in conference. I think when when they talk about conference winners, it's really just about the conference wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes to like strength of schedule, strength of victory, all that kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, and I and um, what I will say about this game that's coming up uh, with Buffalo and Pittsburgh, I think it's the first week in three or four weeks that Pittsburgh has actually had a normal week of preparation. So I'm really stoked to see what kind of team they bring out as a result. Yeah. But I mean, you got to wonder how much all those games in that time frame did hurt them though, because Mm -hmm. I mean, now they ended up losing Bud Dupree and uh, last game, um, What's his name? The the linebacker that was filling in for Devin Bush, oh, um, Bob uh, Spasvalane. Yeah, now he's hurt too, and I don't know if he's going to be back. Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Yeah, but I mean they got the um, they got the kid from the Jets, that, Avery Williamson. Yeah, so he'll he'll yeah. probably fill that role. Um, yeah, and I would assume he'll do just fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it should, and I don't know about Joe Hayden. Will he be back now or not? I'm not sure because he had a concussion. Well, yeah, it's probably going to be a game day decision, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably have to see. I guess usually once they hit stage two, somewhere in the middle of the week, they usually get cleared by game day. But mm-hmm. I, I haven't been following close enough to know where he's at. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, if he if he's at practice with a non-contact on, that usually means they're in stage two. Yeah. Um, and then stage three is just getting cleared by the independent doctor at that point. Yep. Um, but I don't know if they're at that stage with him or not yet. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I, I mean, hey, Mike Tomlin says it all the time, next man up. That's and you know what the Bills have the same exact mentality too because they had a spell in the middle of the year there where they were really hurting with their linebackers yeah. too. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, I think there was one game where they were using one of their safeties as a linebacker. Oh. So, oh wow, yeah. I mean, in the case of, I mean, in the case of Robert Spillane, 
that's how we found him out was through an injury, yeah. obviously. And, and he actually, oh my gosh, I, I was so happy with his performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he obviously wasn't the athlete that Bush was. No. But he seemed to fit the defense and know where he was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? And you know what? I think this guy played for the Bills, too. But do you remember uh, linebacker Jerry Osowski? He went to, I don't. Oh, okay. He I was don't. a He was a linebacker. He played at Pitt. Uh, and then he ended up playing for the Steelers. And I almost think he spent a little bit of time with Buffalo. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but... Um, but uh, he was one of those guys who was undersized, didn't have the speed, but uh, but he was always always around the football when whenever somebody was getting tackled, and uh-huh. uh, and he was just one of those players that really filled in admiral, you know, just filled in so well, uh, right? You know, in the, in that team setting, and you know he was he was uh yeah he was just one of those players you always rooted for, yeah. Well, hopefully the Bills come out and reward their GM this week um, because I don't know if you saw the news today or not, but they just signed him to a contract extension. No, so, um, I did not see that. So, um, you know, the last game when McDermott got his con- – well, McDermott got his contract extension, I think, right before the season started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they came out and played well after that. But I'm hoping that um, they come out and play well now that the GM got his extension too. Um I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was surprised. I mean, Buffalo came out and, and really took it to San Francisco, and I did not expect that. No, I didn't um, either. I thought that game was going to be a lot closer. Um, and the score, even though you know it was only 10 points, that, that was even closer than what the game was, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got a garbage-time touchdown there at the end. And, uh, I mean, other than Buffalo basically giving them the ball at the five-yard line at the beginning of that game, that was another touchdown mm-hmm. that was just given to them. So, I mean, you could really say that Buffalo's defense, you know, probably only really gave up about seven to ten points that game. Yeah, um, and that's that's a good sign because that it their is. defense has not been playing well this year, mm-hmm. and it's good to see them on the right track. Oh wow, yeah, um, definitely. So, uh, what do you think in regards to Josh Allen? Do you think he's going to take a sack? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's hard. Some sometimes he just. I mean, I don't unless it's in the game plan where they do something quick, like like what Ben's been doing this year, where they're getting yeah. quick short passes out. Um, but I, he's one of them guys that likes to make a play. He does. He does. So he's going to hold on to it a little longer than sometimes he probably should in some instances, and I think that's going to lead at some point to a sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think he'll probably get a sack. Yeah. And I asked that question because if Pittsburgh gets a sack in third in Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be the new NFL record. They are currently okay. Yep, they are currently tied at sixty nine straight games with a sack. And who is that record tied with? Uh, Tampa Bay from the early two really? thousands. Yeah. So what the Warren Saps and the and the Derek Brooks and all that team there? Yeah, and I um, don't quote me on this, but I think that streak started in nineteen ninety nine for for Tampa Bay and ended in two thousand four or something like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so um, so that's that's a that's a pretty uh, impressive streak, I think. That is an impressive streak. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Miami's got their own little thing going too with the streak with uh, turnovers. I think it's like uh, mm. I think every game this season they've had a turnover. That really, so far, oh, I think wow. so. Okay. I think so. Okay. So uh, yeah, they they got quite a little turnover streak going on too. Yeah, I would say so. Um, then. But um, good for them. I mean. It was an interesting week. Um, 
Well, we can get into our picks here a little bit. What did sure. you think about um, your uh, your Saints game there? It was looking a little shady, a little close there at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it definitely I was. Mean, you the know Saints what, ended though, up away there. <laughs> there were uh, a couple games. Look at the Seattle-New York Giants yep. game. Yep. Uh, that yep. one was a little scary. Yeah, um, I think it was just one of them weeks where weird things were going to happen. I mean, yeah, uh, like you said, the Giants beat Seattle, the the Washington beat uh, Pittsburgh, um, yep. Atlanta almost pulled off the upset on on New Orleans. The Jets, other than their defensive coordinator wanting to get fired, should have beat the Raiders. Jacksonville uh, should have won too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, did you see that crazy play in that game? Oh, my gosh. And it yeah. went off that guy's shoulder pad. And <laughs> yes, I did. Like, it was so weird. It just, like, skipped off his shoulder pad right through the yeah. guy. Oh, like, and, and don't forget Denver. Denver's playing some good ball. Yeah. You know, they yep. they, they kept it close with KC. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, obviously, that Pittsburgh-Washington game, that was – man, I, I'll tell you what. I don't uh, – who was it? Um Oh, um, shoot the uh, court the uh, Hall of Fame. Alex Smith. No, the Hall of Fame cornerback for Pittsburgh, um, Blyer or not? Oh no, oh. no, it was the Mel fullback. Blunt. Yeah, um, Blunt. Yeah, Blunt. Yeah, Mel Blunt. Yeah. Um, he was he was quoted as saying, "What the Steelers receivers need to do is stop wearing gloves. They need to start mm. feeling that football when they catch it." He goes, "That's what our receivers did." And uh, when it gets cold out, you need to be able to feel with your fingers, not with your 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 gloves. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he's got a point. I doubt anybody will follow that. But uh, yeah, you don't see many guys without gloves anymore no, this year. No, you don't. No, you don't. But so I don't know. I my gosh, they, somebody's got to figure out how to catch a freaking ball in Pittsburgh. So. Yeah. But what do you think is going on that they they don't seem to be using Claypool as much as they should be? Um, I just think it's defenses are now gearing up for him as their number one guy. Okay. You know, and, 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 and to be honest, I think he, you know, maybe not this year cause he's a rookie and it's hard to come in as a rookie and be a number one guy. Yeah. Um, but I think in the long run, he probably will be their number one guy because mm-hmm. I don't think Juju is good in that number one role. No, Juju is, well, I mean, Juju is the clutch guy, you know, he's the guy, mm-hmm. he, he might not get a lot of yards, but. You know what? When you look back at the stats, when it was third down and eight or third down and ten, you know mm-hmm. he's the one that was catching the ball for the first down. Uh, yeah, you know he's that one that's dependable or the most dependable in regards to hands or you know our concern. But uh, yeah, but yeah, um, definitely Claypool, in my opinion, is probably that number one guy. Uh, I'm not sold on my other guy there. Um, Washington or uh, Johnson? Washington, I like. Um, Johnson, I'm not sold on. Yeah, he seems to be the one that's really having the biggest problem with the drops right now. Yeah, and, and it's not it's not right now. It's always been that way with him. Oh, really? Yeah. So, But it's a shame, too, because he's one of them guys, well, you've seen this with the Raiders a lot. They would always draft them Bernie-type speed receivers, yep. but, then they, but then they would never have the hands to back it up. Yeah, and that's kind of that kind of seems like that's what's happening here with this guy. Like he's he's got the speed; he can beat defenses, but it does no good if he can't hold mm-hmm. onto the ball. He's he's got a uh, Deontay Johnson's got a little bit of a cocky edge to him, and I don't mm-hmm. think he's earned it yet. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree, yeah. I agree, and uh, and I think it's one of those things where he's got to kind of come down a level and and start focusing on not just the the uh, end game stats, but you know, every catch and, and make something so, of it. 
so do you know, um, there's a funny little thing about this Buffalo Pittsburgh game too. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but, um, where did, uh, Mike Tomlin play his college ball at? Oh, he played at William and Mary. Guess where Sean McDermott played his college ball at. Did they play together? I believe they did. Oh, wow. I believe they did. That is funny. Cause, uh, Tomlin, yeah. I believe was a wide receiver. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you let's let's see if we can look it up as we're talking okay. here. Did he play wide? He played wide receiver. In I believe Tomlin did, which kind of and and if that is true, that kind of explains how Pittsburgh always has that hidden gem in wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's see. It actually says Tomlin's dad played football and was drafted by the Colts. Oh, I didn't know but that. Then, but then, but then he actually went to the to the uh, Montreal Alouettes in the Canadian League. Okay. Um, so he might have played against Doug Flutie. <laughs> he might have. Yeah, yeah he might have. Um, yeah, as a wide receiver, he was a second team All Yankee Conference selection in 1994. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, so from ninety to ninety one to ninety four is when. Tomlin was playing at William and Mary and uh, Sean McDermott was a defensive back. So they probably matched up. Yeah. In, yeah. And um, let's see. So William and Mary um, early years. Let's see. So he went to um, North Penn high school. Then he transferred to LaSalle college high school mm-hmm. named all Southeastern Pennsylvania defensive back in 1992 and graduated in 93. So he was probably a freshman at William and Mary the year that Tomlin was a senior. That would be my guess. Yeah, that would make um, sense. And then did um, did Tomlin stay and coach at William and Mary after he graduated there, or did he move some? Did he go somewhere else to coach right away? He coached um, under Tony Dungy. Oh, here we go. So after he graduated college, he went to uh, VMI, uh-huh. um, and then he coached. There, Virginia Tech Military Institute. Then he went to Memphis, Arkansas State. And he uh, then he went to uh, Cincinnati, I guess, to uh, college. And then his first one was with Tony Dungy in Tampa Bay as defensive backs coach. Yeah. So, so no, they didn't cross paths coaching at all. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah, definitely. I think when when Tomlin was a senior, McDermott was a freshman there at William and Mary. So they know each other well. Yeah, um, I would love to get into the head of the Rooney family. And mm-hmm. and kind of try to figure out like where do they come up with who they pick as their head coaches? Well, th- okay, so Cower was a defensive mind. Tomlin was a defensive mind. Where what was Noel? Was he known for his defenses? Uh, I mean, obviously well, the team was. I was but, say, well, no, team. no, no. I know, but I'm saying like when they originally picked him, where did he come from? Was he a defensive coach or? You know what? I don't know that, but you know who they were looking at before uh, Chuck Noel? I don't. Um, Joe Paterno. Really? Joe Paterno turned it down. Was he at Penn State at that time? Yep. He was, okay. Um, so let's see if I can do a little bit of history on Chuck Knoll here quick as we're speaking. Yeah, because Joe, uh, yep. Joe Paterno coached uh, Franco Harris, you know. and, and Good point, yeah. good point. So, yeah, listen to this. So Chuck Knoll, uh, Chargers. 60 to 61 defensive line coach. Okay. Chargers, 62 to 65 defensive coordinator. Baltimore Colts, 66 to 68 defensive coordinator. Steelers, 69 to 91 head coach. 
Yeah. So and, yeah. And, so the, it looks like they go the defensive route when they pick coaches. Yeah, and I guess it makes sense. I mean, it's definitely uh, not a. I mean, uh, it's not broke, right? I was gonna say it's definitely not broken. Think about this: since 1969, three coaches mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's insane. That you don't is, see that. No. No. So I mean, Buffalo had that money in many in one year, probably. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But you got you got teams like the Jets who are like, nah, we'll keep giving Adam Gase a chance. Yeah, why not? Let's extend his contract <laughs> a little bit. So uh, Yeah. I don't know. But I, I will say though, with a lot of teams, uh, I do think they give up on their, their coach a little bit too soon. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think um it seems like they're like, you know, by the middle of year three, if they're not seeing a team turn around, they're like, Okay, we're done. Yep. But sometimes I think, you know, not a lot of teams they do get it figured out by year three, but I think that's I think sometimes it just takes continuity, and it also takes time to get your pieces in there, too, and what fits your style and who believes in your system. Mm -hmm. Because, like it or not, you can run the greatest system in the world, but if your players don't believe in it, it's not going to matter. Yep, exactly. And not only that, but, um, you know, you you have a specific system that you like to run, so you want to fit that personnel within your system. Mm -hmm. And if your GM isn't drafting according to your system, then you might be in some trouble. You know, right. uh, yeah, because I, I honestly think we're starting to see what a Mike Tomlin system looks like now. Yeah. You know, uh, in regards to the defense, also in regards to uh, his offense. Um, yeah. And that's going to be a tough place to be in when you come when you're a coach and you're taking over for somebody that was successful. Yeah. And they already had their pieces in mind, their their uh, their system in place and their players that fit their system. Um and they're not getting fired because things weren't working. Right. They're just either retiring or whatever, just moving on, right? Yeah. Um, but somebody like Tomlin comes in, and all of a sudden, like, you're kind of in a tough situation there because if you come in that first year and things don't go right, well, what's the problem? <laughs> it was working fine before you got here, you know? True, very true. But So that's a, that's a tough situation to be in. It's probably a lot easier to come in for somebody like we were just talking about, like somebody comes into the Jets next year. Yeah. Hey, they get three or four wins next year. All right, we're on a roll here, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, that's that's kind of like the Cleveland thing too, you know? It's like how can they – how can they, that person who took over fail? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – Hey Buffalo! Buffalo is becoming uh, one of those uh, stable franchises. Uh, yeah, they finally got their pieces in place. Yeah. Where it looks like you know, even if um, something happens, I mean, they might have an off year here and there where mm-hmm. they might go eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah, but I think they're still going to be one of those teams that all the way till the end of the season, whether they're you know leading the division or barely hanging on, they're always going to be at least worried about her in the in the race. Exactly. Whereas before, you know. By this time, you know, in the year, five years ago, I was just hoping we still had a chance somehow. <laughs> and now they actually have a chance to clinch this week. Yeah. So, yeah. not the division, but a playoff spot. Yep, most um, definitely. So, and the, and the things that they need to happen aren't that unperceivable to happen either. They need um, mm. they need to win. They need the Chiefs to beat the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They need the Rams to beat the Patriots. Um, they need the Colts to beat the Raiders. Okay. And there was one other one. Oh, the the Browns to beat the Ravens. Yeah. So it's not like all those things are impossible. That could happen. That could happen. You know? And uh, I, I know the route that I always look at, especially like being a Steelers fan, 
I don't even focus on what Baltimore's doing. I don't even focus on what, well, I never focused on Cleveland until this year. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, um, my, my focus is always, you know what, if Pittsburgh can't take care of their own, um, their own winning, then to me, they don't deserve to win the division. That's that, that was, well, I mean, let's, does that worry at all a little bit? I mean, I know you're not looking at Cleveland's schedule here, but um, Uh, if Buffalo beats Pittsburgh this week, all of a sudden, Steelers got two losses, and Cleveland beats Baltimore. They only got three losses. Yeah, and Pittsburgh still plays Cleveland. In fact, the last game of the year, of all things. Yeah, and um, I don't know what their tiebreaker scenario is there. I look uh, at it this way: Do we really I'm, think I'm, Cleveland I'm is going the Steelers to actually, win out? I think the Steel. No, probably not. No, and I think the Steelers would still get that tiebreak because the Steelers, even if they would lose to the Browns that last game of the season, that would be their only division loss. Yeah, yeah. Whereas. This Bengals already or the Browns already have to because they lost to the Ravens mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year and they already lost to the Steelers. Yeah, and I believe Pittsburgh plays so, Cincinnati yet too, so they're not going to lose to them. No, um, <laughs> no, and I I don't know. I just I just feel like uh, Cleveland is yeah Cleveland's not going to go undefeated the rest of the year. So, I don't think so either. So I don't I don't, I don't know what their schedule looks like. I think yeah. Well, they got the Ravens this week. I know they got the Giants. I think that's next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, I think they're going to lose one more game in there somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm I'm at this point focused on Pittsburgh trying to get that number one seed. That's my ultimate focus. And let's face it, Kansas City is not running away with these games. They're not. They're so, not. And and it's kind of surprising because that's all you ever hear about is how explosive they are. Yeah. But then when you look at their final scores. They're yeah. only winning by six points, three points. 20, like, yeah, it's, twenty-two it, to sixteen is all they won. Yeah, by. yeah. So that's what I mean. They're it's they're not impossible to beat. Now I will say, Mm-mm. I think the Chiefs. They're the teams I would I worry about the most from a, as being a Bills fan because I think they oh, match sure. up with the Bills the best as far as you know uh-huh. the Chiefs personnel to the Bills personnel. See, and um, and I th- and I feel and I don't want to say I don't want to ever say I feel comfortable with the Pittsburgh Chiefs matchup. But yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you, the way um, the way Patrick Mahomes plays football with him running and throwing off balance in the opposite direction, I think Pittsburgh, especially with players like Minka Fitzpatrick, he he feeds off of that kind of stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and I can just see him, I could just see him being successful against uh, Mahomes. Uh, because Mahomes is one of those that he's he's going to show his athleticism in throwing, and and I don't and I think Pittsburgh's defense is just too fast uh, for mm-hmm. him to do something like that and be successful all the time. Yeah, I mean I I don't know where you stand on this, um, but if I, if I had to, and and I don't mean any disrespect to Cleveland because they're having a great year. Yeah, but I, I don't buy them as a contender yet no. as far as. I think honestly, it boils down to the to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Steelers, and the Bills at this point. I really yeah. think it's going to be one of those three teams. I really yeah, do. I agree. I agree. And I think in the NFC, I think it's I think it's pretty much three. Well, I, I lie. It's probably four teams there. I'm not going to ever count out Brady because he's Brady. Yeah. So I'll throw the buck. I'll throw the bucks in there. Okay. But I think it's I think in the NFC, it's the Saints, the Packers, and uh, the Seahawks. Same and um, and like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the Bucks in there too. But yeah, I would say if I had to say the NFC, I would say more so the Saints and Packers. Um, Seattle, I just don't see them as being consistent on defense. Yeah, um, 
you know, to make it through the uh, the rounds. But uh, if Russ starts cooking like he did at the beginning of the year, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I know, I know. That's a thing. And 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 but, like you said, uh, but you're Tampa right. Bay, that defense is not near what it was. No, from the Legion of Boom to the Legion of Uh Oh. And you know what? Uh, let's throw Indianapolis in there as a wild card. You, yeah, you just never know. Yeah, I mean their defense is always going to keep them in games. Well, except for last week, or was, was that no? Was that two weeks ago when they got smoked by? Uh, who did they get smoked by? The Browns? No, uh, Titans. Titans, yeah, Titans. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. The Titans shocker. hammered them. It was and like then, what, forty-one. The, to yeah, them. and then you look at a team like the Titans. They they crush Indianapolis and they lose to Cleveland. Yeah. So yeah. And, and they, they were losing like twenty-eight, forty-one to thirty-five. I mean, yeah. And that and that's another thing too, because the Titans defense was always a good defense and they're not anymore either. No, no. Um so hey, we've rambled here about what's gonna happen here, but let's talk about um, yeah. what happened last week, what are the standings, where are we sitting at, and uh, who won the week. Okay, well, uh believe it or not, uh who won the week? Bruce went five and oh. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. Yeah, and he had a uh, point differential of fifty eight points. So, Not bad. Um, I think you actually no, you didn't. Um, Jesus actually won the point differential. Nice, forty six points, and then uh, you came in second at fifty seven, and then Bruce at fifty eight, and then I was at sixty, and then Mike at eighty. Uh, okay, so Mike was a little high, but every uh, the other four there are pretty tight. Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, yeah, um, that was uh, that was a little bit shocking. So. Um, but yeah, in regards so to Bruce uh, gained some ground. Yeah, Bruce, I'll tell you what, and uh, he's coming on strong yeah, at the end and I, here. And I'll tell you the standings then. But um, so Bruce finished first at five and zero, oh, uh, and then it was um, uh, me finishing second at four and one because of the point differential. I finished mm-hmm. above Mike. Mike was also four and one. Uh, and then you finished in, uh, well, you finished in fourth with a record of three and two. Yep. And then Jesus, uh, two and three. Mm. Yeah. Jesus, uh, let me see where he went wrong. Oh, <laughs> he picked his boys. Uh, and they, uh, that was a shocking loss to be honest with you. That shouldn't have happened, but no, it shouldn't have. Uh, and then he also picked Tennessee over Cleveland and Arizona over the Rams, which, those were tough picks. I'm shocked that he. Yeah, played. they were. Like I said, I think I think at this point they're just kind of stabbing, hoping something goes for them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to I... figure out. Trying to. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was just thinking like, they're just trying to pick games that either nobody else will pick, mm-hmm. and they're hoping they can gain some ground or something. You know. Yep, but exactly. And my only loss right. was the freaking Steelers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, or I, I didn't see. I had that one wrong too. I didn't yeah, see that coming. Did. I had I had the Steelers wrong, and I had the uh, Seahawks game. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those, I don't think anybody saw coming. <laughs> no, my gosh, so. <laughs> no. No, and I'm shocked I didn't take that game. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> okay with that. So the standings as of right now, you are still in first, uh, fifty-one, thirteen, and one point differential of six eighty-nine. Uh, I am in second. I've gained a game on you, so uh, I'm only two games behind you at 49-15-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike is still a half a game behind me at 48-17. and 17. Uh, My point differential, by the way, is 794, and Mike is 744, so I've gained some ground there. Yeah, so did I. Well, yeah. I pulled away there, I should say. Yeah, and here's where Bruce made some ground. 
Bruce is only five games out of third place. Mm-hmm. Or five and a half out of second place. So uh, he's got a record of 43 and 22. Look at him. Yeah, and then we got Jesus uh, trailing at 31 and 34. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would love to see everybody finish above 500. I would say that we had a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not quite sure. And, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing from uh, Jesus's picks, it might not be the same. I don't know. So uh, we'll see what happens. But well, let's start it off with Jesus's yeah, picks. Let's do that. All right. So week 14, here we go. Um, so he's going to start off with the Bears losing this week. <laughs> um, 10 to 17 to the Texans. Yes. Um, and why wow, does what he, a low-scoring game. Like, why would he pick his Bears even if he has them losing? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I, you'll never see me pick the Steelers to lose. I know. I you know. know. Um, and he's actually got tonight's game. I don't know when we'll get this podcast out, but um, yeah. this is before the game started, just so everybody knows. Yep. Um, and he has the Rams beating the Patriots 26-20. to 20. Mm. His third game is the Colts 28, the Raiders 21. And yeah. And he's got the Brownies keeping it rolling, thirty to twenty over the Ravens, and that that would put the Ravens in a pretty bad spot. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I if they lose that game, I I don't really see how they would sneak into the playoffs at that point. I really don't. They are definitely on the outside looking in, and uh, I'm not sure. I have to check what Baltimore's schedule is the rest of the way. Yeah, um, they might have Cincinnati again. That might I'm save sure them a little. They do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, as a matter of fact, they probably played them last game of the year because because um, Pittsburgh and Cleveland played the last yeah, game of the year. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yep. And then his last one here, Howie. What do you think of this? The Bills 29, the Steelers 24. A <laughs> 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 little boo track in their yeah, background. I had, to, I had to test that out somewhere. What a perfect time, right? <laughs> so, yeah, Buffalo well, over Pittsburgh 29 to 24. Well, you know um, what? I guess I mean, it's it's not unrealistic. No, it's um, not. It's in Buffalo. Yeah, uh, it's, Buffalo's I think, playing I think it's be, well. It's, the game's definitely gonna be within a touchdown. Um, I think so. Definitely. Although, <laughs> I, I I don't see either team blowing either anybody out this week. I really don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, Buffalo's defense is coming around. Steelers' defense is always solid. Um, but I do think that the way the Steelers have played the last couple of weeks, I think their offense is gonna come out with a little bit more spark. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised with Connor coming back if you don't see them try to pound that rock more because that is one of Buffalo's big weaknesses right now. Yeah, and they also want to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Yeah, yeah, so time control, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see. So, I mean, that's that's really how they played, uh, not Baltimore the last go-around, but that's how Pittsburgh played Baltimore the first go-around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just they did a lot of time management and uh, – and that's they kept it out of Lamar Jackson's hands. Yeah. Well, I for one would like to see uh, Howie go five or uh, Jesus go five and zero this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, I would like to at least see three and two out of them. That's that's good. <laughs> I'd like to see Baltimore. And and trust me, I don't. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I'd like to see Baltimore beat Cleveland. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, because uh, at that point, uh, that probably wraps up the division. If you guys win and. Cleveland loses, that wraps up the division. That would it? wrap it up, yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. Um, and then I guess uh, we got Bruce next. 
Yeah, Mr. Hot Streak. Yeah, Mr. Hot Streak. So uh, Bruce has Tennessee beating Jacksonville, twenty to fourteen. Um, makes sense. Absolutely. Arizona over the Giants, twenty-one to twenty. He's got a close one there. I'll say that's yeah. uh that's a scary game. We've talked about this before, but Arizona is just one of them teams where you just don't know which <laughs> one is going to show up. I know, and Giant and the Giants, uh, they they got something to play for right now. Yes, they do. So, yes, they do. So, I mean, same with the Cardinals. They're fighting yeah. for a wild card. Oh, but. Well, that's true, too. Um, and then they got Seattle over the Jets, uh, 31-17, which yeah. is, uh, makes sense as well. Enough, enough said. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay over Detroit, 28-14. to mm-hmm. And then he's got the uh, Saints over Philly, 35-28. to So, um, yeah, I, he's got some solid picks. Solid picks. I, the only one that scares me there a little bit is Cardinals and Giants. And not that I don't think that's going to happen. I do think the Cardinals are the better mm-hmm. team when they both show up with their right teams. But will the Cardinals show up? Yeah. So. And, and don't you think Jacksonville is the best 1-11 and team out there? Yeah. And do you know who their only win was the first game of the season? Um, it was against, uh, was it Miami? or It was the Colts. Oh, it was the Colts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so they beat the Colts the week one, and now they're on a, like a what a twelve game losing streak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's better than thirteen, like the Jets, though. Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I do think they're a much better team than that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they just don't have they don't have the um, uh, endurance, I guess, for four quarters. Oh, real quick to wrap up last week before I forget. Yeah. Didn't I not call that Detroit win? Yes, you did. Yes, because I said. The interim coaches, yeah. when they come to their first game after the main coach gets fired, they come back and win. And now it's they're three and zero now. Interim so coaches are could, in their could, first game. What about the Jets then? Well, they should have fired Gase longer. They should have fired him long ago. They should have fired him after week one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. True. Um, but yeah, I, I, they're just gonna. I, I, they don't want to take a chance to get a win. They're just hoping Jacksonville gets at least one more win, so they have a little bit of cushion, so that way they can get Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because I I just remembered that the Detroit won. Yeah, and I'm like those interim coaches are now three and zero. So true, so true. So, all right. So we'll swing over to Mike. All right. And uh, Mike, Mike, I'm okay if he can take a couple losses. So we'll see. But <laughs> get a little bit of heat off. Yeah, here, right? I'd, I'd like to get a little separation from him. Uh, but anyways, he has Tennessee over Jacksonville, thirty to twenty. Um, he's got New Orleans over Philly, twenty-seven to thirteen, and uh, we'll have to play this again. <laughs> um, he's got Buffalo over Pittsburgh, oh. thirty-one to twenty-three. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, I don't like people. Pick, I don't like people picking picking Buffalo. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> and we were talking about that before the game too. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't ever like to pick Buffalo, and I don't like when anybody picks Buffalo. Yeah. I always want them to feel like they're the underdog. Yep. So yeah, exactly. So um, and and that's sort of the mentality that Pittsburgh's been taking too, because mm-hmm. everybody picks Kansas City yeah. over them, and you know, yep. So whatever. Um, but uh, Green Bay over Detroit, twenty-seven to seventeen, mm-hmm. and then he's also got Arizona over the Giants, thirty-one to twenty-one. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward. I honestly, it's going to be a really good game with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. I, I, really I think do. so. I think it's so. It's going to be a fun game to watch, and it's and, and it's uh, prime last time. Week, last, remember last week we were talking about the forecast, and uh, I didn't get a chance to look at it yet. Oh, so, yeah. So um, 
if you want to roll through your picks, then I'll look up that weather forecast real quick. As yeah, talking. sounds good. So uh, I have Green Bay over Detroit, 28-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have Arizona over the Giants, 28-21. to 21. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Seattle over the Jets, 28-14. to 14. I have the Saints over Philly, 35-21. to 21. And uh, I have Pittsburgh defeating Buffalo. Ooh, you Third. went there. I, I went there. I went there. And I have them at 35 to 17, Troy. What? <laughs> 35 to 17. 35 to 17. Have you gotten enough sleep this week? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh. Man, where's my where's my boot track? <laughs> Here, I'll play it for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man! But uh, yeah, it's um, I I just want to believe that Pittsburgh's defense is not going to allow a lot of scoring on Buffalo's side, and I want to believe that Pittsburgh will learn how to catch a ball this week. Yeah, well, with the weather forecast, it may not be so much uh, of a passing game. I mean, uh. Cloudy skies with a few snow showers, mm. uh, low 31, winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, chance of snow 30%. So there is definitely snow in the forecast. Okay, well, um, you know, that that I don't think should affect both of those quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, no, probably not the quarterbacks, but will it affect the receivers? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, what I can see it affecting, though, is Josh Allen's legs. Yeah, um, no, he is. He he did get um, when they played the Chargers a couple weeks ago. He did kind of get rolled up on his uh, leg. Oh, did so he? like last week he did. I don't think he ran the ball at all last week. Oh at wow, all. okay. Um, maybe one time. So maybe um, a little bit but, of a hidden injury there. But, but to be honest, he's really been using his legs a lot more to extend plays and not really to run so much anymore. Okay. Sort of um, like the uh, young Ben Roethlisberger, really. Yeah, I mean, there really is so many comparisons yeah. to them too. There really is. I think I think Josh has more speed than Ben did. Yeah. Um, but they're both huge quarterbacks, hard to bring down. Yep. And very elusive in the pocket, and um, I don't think that's something you can teach. I really don't. No, no, those are. All it's just instincts. something you feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just. You, you see a gap or an opening or you feel something coming and you're like, okay, well, if that's coming, if he's coming from here, mm-hmm. that's my best way to sneak out of there. And then yeah. you just go for it. And, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. it's, huh. I don't know. I, you surprised me there. You surprised me with that. <laughs> well, you know what? I just wanted to, I wanted to make it interesting. So, okay. I, so I went with Pittsburgh and, uh, just, uh, just kind of, uh, you know, have some bulletin board talk, I guess you can say. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll scrape off one of mine and pick a pick the Bills then, maybe. I don't okay. know. Let's see. Which one am I uh, least confident in, I should say? <laughs> um, I know which one I would be least confident in. Yeah. I know which one you're going to say, but uh, uh-huh. I think I'm going to keep it. Okay. I think I'm going to take the Saints off the board. Oh. Okay. All right. So... Um, you want to make this interesting? Let's make this interesting. <laughs> let's do this. Okay. Um, so let's go. So I'll start off my first pick. I'm going to go with uh, the Seahawks smacking them Jets around. Yeah. Thirty to thirteen. Uh, the Jets might get a few more points than that, but I don't. I don't see this being close. I really don't. No. 
Um, I think the Packers are going to take care of the Lions this week. The Packers seem to kind of have things rolling at the right time, which and a lot of times they do going do. into the playoffs. They always yeah. do. Um, so uh, I got that one 28 to 20. Um, I, I think, I think the Titans are going to take care of it. Like you were just talking about the Jaguars just kind of hanging in there, but I think yeah. the Titans get it going again this week. I think 27, 17 and, uh, Chiefs over the Dolphins, 33 to 23. Um, See, I, I, I just that don't one s- would be the one you would take. Up. I, I know. I know that's where you're probably thinking I was going to go, but I think I, I'm not. I don't know. We need to get Ryder and uh, Martin back on here because I'm not seeing the Dolphins put points up with two a quarterback. Yeah. And um, as much as their defense is, is doing a good job and, you know, winning them games and helping them stay in games, I, the Chiefs are going to get things rolling here at some point with that offense. So I'm going to say Chiefs 33, Dolphins 23. Okay. All right, so let's go on to the showstopper here, right? <laughs> the big Sunday night game in Buffalo with some snow showers in the forecast. Yes. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more respectful than you. Are. <laughs> um, so I see, I see the Steelers putting up 23. Okay. Um, but it's not going to be enough, my man. It's not no, going to be enough. I, I wouldn't imagine it would be when you were picking them. <laughs> <laughs> I think Buffalo is going to put up 27. I think it's going to be 27, 23. Okay. Buffalo. Are we, are we missing an extra point or a field goal? A couple field goals. I think we're going to have probably two field goals in there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Or maybe an attempt for two because they need to do something to try to uh, make it a two point uh, 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 two possession game or something, yeah. or, you know, something like that. I don't okay. know, but I, yeah, I don't know. Twenty. I think it's. I think it's more likely to be two field goals. Okay. So I could see that. I mean, Buffalo's defense has been pretty good at stopping teams when they get in the red zone. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what's going to be the difference in this game. I think. I think they're going to have very same opportunities. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo is going to get in the end zone one more time yeah. than Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh can have to settle for a field goal in one of those instances. And I will say Pittsburgh has been struggling uh, in the red zone. And I'm. And you know what? I don't know. Maybe you know this, uh, but do you know if uh, Vance McDonald is available? I do not. I do not. I think he's a key for that red zone offense for Pittsburgh. If he's available, mm-hmm. I have even more confidence with uh, the Steelers in the red zone. And I also would have more confidence – in their running game because Vance McDonald's the blocking tight end where Ebron mm-hmm. is the receiving tight end. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm a little surprised at your pick cause I, I really do truly think it's going to be a better game than that. I really yeah. think it's going to, I think it's going to be a one possession game. Something's going to come happen. And I wouldn't even be surprised if this is a potential, uh, game winning kick for either team. Honestly, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, that kind of worries me a little bit because Buffalo has a rookie kicker. So well, um, Pittsburgh, he's never been in a pressure spot like that. So. Pittsburgh's kicker was not uh, active last week because he had a... Yeah, did you ever find out what happened there? It was his hip. He has a sore oh. hip. Oh. Yeah, so I'm not sure if he's active this week or not, but I, I think he would be. Who did they use last week? They used uh, somebody off the practice squad, actually. Oh, they had a kicker on the practice yeah. squad? Yeah, so... Did he get any opportunities? Um, yeah, he got um, he got a field goal. Okay. So, Did he miss any? No. 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 Okay. He wasn't well, that's bad. Good. Yeah, he he held his own. I'm trying to think if he missed an extra point though. Um, I look like Boswell didn't. But how about that freaking cleat that Alex Smith took in that game? Oh yeah. Did you see that when he was bleeding out of his leg? Yes, I know. I was thinking, and then they then they quickly mentioned it wasn't his surgically repaired. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's good. So no, um. This guy's name was Matthew Wright, 
and uh, he he made his only field goal. He made both of his extra points. So. Oh, okay. So he didn't miss an extra point. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, he, he did okay. I guess yeah, he did okay. Now they did not use him when they probably could have, um, but it was one of those. He was around the thirty yard line, and they chose to uh, go for it or something like that. And they, yeah. And they ended up getting stopped. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that game is going to definitely put some motivation into them this week, um, and I, and honestly, I think it takes some pressure off of them too. You know, you know what? That was that was what part of me was thinking too. It's like you know, maybe that's what they needed. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you'd rather lose now, and, and you know what? Too, and at the very least, they didn't lose one of their games against Cleveland or Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. or even in conference, really? Yeah, or in conference. So that's that's a positive in itself too. Yeah. So let's just keep winning somehow, some way. Get get past this game this weekend, and then uh, if they can get past this game with a win, uh, I I like where they're sitting. Yeah, I agree. I I so. think. Um, I mean, it's a shame that that Buffalo didn't get that hail mary. Uh, yeah, that they didn't knock that hail mary down. Yeah, they'd be sitting at ten and two right now. Yeah, they sure would. And be. they they'd be just as much in the conversation they, for. They the conference be, number yeah. one seed as as Kansas City and Pittsburgh are. Well, they would be so, taking over Pittsburgh's position if they won this weekend. You're right, they would. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a shame. It's just one of those fluky plays, and mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. That's so for sure, that's for well. Sure. You made me you made me change things on the fly here. So uh, <laughs> it's better not yeah. come back to haunt me, Howie. Well, you know what? It's going to be a difference maker for one of us. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I like, I like, uh, I like the fact that Mike also picked Buffalo as far as I'm concerned, because if I'm going to gain a game on them, why not be Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus as well. Yeah. Well, Hey, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just let it at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting though, is if, if things kind of stay close here as they are yeah, and uh, we get into the playoffs, I know. well, guess what? We're not picking our lollipop easy games anymore. No. You know what I mean? And you know what? While we're at it, how do you think we should do the playoffs? Are we picking every game? Probably. Okay. Probably. Don't you think? I think so. Why not? I mean, because you're only, what, you only have four games a weekend on wildcard weekend. True. And then, um, so it'll be four. What, no, actually, no, it'll be six this year. I yeah. lie. Yeah. Yeah, because both uh, two, well, the two seed will be playing. Yeah, so it'll be six. It'll be six, and then I think it'll be four, and then it'll be six games, four games, two games, and then one game. Yep. So, so yeah, might as well, right? I mean, that first week we'll just have to pick one extra game. That's all. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think we just pick all the playoff games. No problem. Yep, I'm game with that as well. So, um, and then I guess we can say we have a regular season champ and. Um, and then an overall we could. Super Bowl. We could. Or how do we want to how do we want to call it? Not a Super Bowl, but we got to call it. Well, a are we State are we going to use? Bowl. I mean, I I guess this is stuff we should have talked about before. Are we going to use <laughs> the? Uh, are we going to once the playoffs start? Are we scratching the record clean? Or oh, <laughs> or or here's an interesting idea, uh-huh. and I, I don't want this to sound like. I'm trying to help myself because at this point I don't really know that I'll end it first the regular season. Right. But do we want to maybe start like um, whoever finished first automatically gets like a one game lead second? You know or what I mean? Like, how about whoever finishes first only has or gets gets to pick all but one game? 
Mm, how would that help him? Oh, yeah, you're right. That wouldn't help him. Or, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what to say. Uh, or do we just want to continue with the regular season records and just keep going? Yeah, the only thing is that really doesn't help Jesus at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, we'll have to think about that. That's, uh, yeah. that's kind of all that I think maybe the way I'm thinking about it is just, like, whoever finishes in first automatically, like, almost like the NASCAR playoffs. I don't know if you watch that or not. So whoever finishes in fifth would have zero wins to start the playoffs. Okay. Fourth would have one extra win. Third would have two wins. Second would have three wins. And then first would have four wins going into the playoffs. Okay. So everybody would be separated by a game before a game before any of the games even start in the playoffs. Okay. Do you follow me? Yep. I'm so it's almost like you. having a it's almost like having an advantage because you won the regular season mm-hmm. or where you finished in the regular season. Yeah. yeah Do you I follow can, me? Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, okay. I can definitely see that. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a thought. Yeah, that's uh, you know what? Let's go with that. Unless okay, unless something else pops up, but. So, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that would kind of make it fair to make some sort of reward for the regular season. You I know agree. what I mean? I agree. It, it almost counts as a buy, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. So, right. Like um, you're just getting a free victory because mm-hmm. because you did well in the regular season. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm game with that. So so our records will wipe clean when playoff right. time starts. But whoever finishes in first automatically is 1-0 before the, season, the playoffs even start. Whoever finishes in first is technically 4-0. Because whoever's in second would be three and zero. Whoever's oh, in third oh, would be two and zero. See, I see what you're saying. Okay, unless you just want to give that one win to the first place team, and that's it. Why don't we just do that? Okay. Yeah, that way, you know, like if we play, what is it, six games? You said that first round. Yep. So yep. if you went six and zero and you finished first, you would technically be seven and zero. Right. So, okay. And then, so just reward the first place team, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds that. good to me. Okay. Because yeah, that's kind yeah, of what that. we're doing, anyways. Sure. Except, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, because you're right, because then that doesn't, that doesn't put the last place guy in so much of a hole then. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, because he would be, he would automatically be. He would already be four games behind games before out. the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, there's only what, and there's only 12 games in the playoffs or whatever, so. Yeah, you wouldn't have a chance. Yeah, okay, that sounds fair. Let's do that. So okay. whoever wins the regular season is automatically going to get an extra win. Sounds good. So, yeah. So at, at some point. You're basically whoever who, you're going to basically have to have two more wins mm-hmm. than than the first place guy to, in order to win the championship. Yeah, but you know what? That first week you could very easily go one in five. You know, yeah, so you're right. Uh, so it oh, there's been many a weeks where I, I I do this for fun a lot. Where I just, just uh-huh. my family and stuff like we'll pick games. Yeah, and there I can remember a couple times where I've picked all four wild card games as a loss. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so, yeah, it can I easily mean, happen. Yeah, obviously in the playoffs, it's anything happens. You know? Yeah, because like I said, we're not picking Seattle and the Jets anymore. No, so. no, we're not. So no, we're not. So if you, well, so I'm going to pick the underdog in the first round. I'm going to pick Tampa Bay over Philly. Okay. <laughs> or Tampa Bay over the Washington Giants. or Giants or yeah. whoever comes out of that division. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Philly. By the way, I don't either. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's down to Washington and New York at this point. But I think Washington has the better schedule, so I think I'm going to go with them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants have some pretty tough games coming up, but yeah. Yeah. that is, again, I didn't expect them to beat Seattle, and they did. So, <laughs> Very, yeah, good point. So we'll see what happens. It'll be fun. 
All right, good. So we got the format down. We got uh, our standings down. We got our picks in, and uh, uh, and this is all before Thursday night football. And uh, yep, it actually just kicked off a few minutes ago. Okay, yep. all right, good deal. So, um, oh, who's doing the game? Who is it? Is it Chris Collinsworth? I would imagine on it's Sunday, Sunday night football. So I would imagine, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I wonder about him with the Steelers. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I will say I like him as a um, as a. Yeah, um, I think he's thorough. Play. I do. Some of his catch, some of his catchphrases annoy me, but I think he's thorough, and he yeah. and he understands what he's talking about. Yep, you know exactly. So, so I'm okay with him, I guess. Yeah, I am but, too. Uh, you know who I miss, and and I think he still does call games, but I don't even know for who anymore. Is Gus Johnson? Do you remember him? Uh, no, I don't. He was the one that get all excited when there was a big play. Okay. Oh my god! Like he yelled. Yeah. Um, he was really big when college basketball had March Madness going on. He okay. was really big in that stuff. Um, do you remember that really fluky play between Denver and I believe it was Cincinnati? And there was like seven seconds left, and Denver was at like their own thirty-yard line, and it was like thirteen to seven Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And they threw this game up, and the Cincinnati defender tipped the ball, and it went right to. Um, oh yes. Brandon Stokely yep. for, for Denver. Mm-hmm. Well, Gus Johnson was the one that called that game. And uh, he just, uh, I just loved – he just gets so excited. He's just really fun to listen yeah, to the game. Yeah, yeah. But – Yeah, definitely. Anyway. I, I always miss Myron Cope. Well, I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah, he was fun. <laughs> he, was, he was one of those – he's the guy that you would re- – just remind you of just you're in your basement watching a football game and he's just calling it yeah. as he sees it. yeah. So. As, as annoying as Madden was too, he was. I miss him too, though. I do too. Yeah, and he was yeah. annoying. You're right, but he was. He draw all over the screen. And <laughs> boom! Yeah. Coach's clicker. Don't forget. Get uh, forget about the coach's clicker. The coach's clicker. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh. Yeah. That but there's just something about some of those old voices in games that really just takes you back and really makes you miss it. You know, Dick Vermeil. Uh, not yeah. Dick Vermeil. Um, Dick Enberg. Yeah, Dick Enberg. Um, yep. Yeah, the uh, Monday, the original Monday Night Football, not the original, but yeah. the the. But not the original, but when it was Al Michael Sand, Dior and Frank Gifford. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. a big fan. I liked Frank Gifford as an announcer. So did I. So did I. Yeah, and Dan Dierdorf was really good too. I liked him. He was. Him. He was a He's good. Not, he, he was the play-by-play guy. You know, he was the guy that was. Well, Al Michaels was. Al Michaels, Al Michaels was yeah. play-by-play. Yeah, Gifford and. Um, Deardorff were the uh, the color guys. Yeah, they were the ones that was kind of funny. He was the he was the lineman perspective of everybody. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep, most definitely. So, eh, good times. You know it. Oh, you know what? The Rams, by the way, are already up against the Patriots, seven nothing. They already scored. Yep. Oh, geez. I hope I didn't play any of their receivers in my fantasy league, so I'm hoping <laughs> neither of them scored. <laughs> I, I pulled them both out because I was just worried with the the Patriots defensive backs. Um, oh, I lie. I do have Robert Woods in actually. Okay. Um, I thought I pulled him out, um, but he didn't score. So anyway. Okay. Awesome. All right, dude. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey. Until next time, uh, we'll be talking on Sunday, and uh, and we'll kind of go from there. And uh, everybody uh, have a good, safe week and uh, a good weekend. So until next time, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. 
And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.